Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Garage Logic Podcast number 96. Feb 11. 2019, it was 31 below on this day in 1899 and uh, 57 degrees in 1882. And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. Are you enjoying the winter weather? (laughs) (laughs) I have to get something off my chest because it's causing me some despondency. It's a letter to the editor today in the Star Tribune. And I'm not going to mention her name, the letter writer's name. You know why I've, I concluded? It just doesn't make any difference. Her name could be Nancy Smith. It doesn't make any difference. No, uh, I'd really like to know her name. <laughs> well, I'll be glad to show it to you. Okay. But there's no need to impugn her. Okay. And then I'll read it, and then I'll explain to you why I'm, I'm reading it. All right. All right. In response to the Feb 9 letter about adults being tired about the demands of work and public discourse and finding the winter weather an excuse to cancel schools and have a vacation, between the lines there was some definite shaming. Uh, uh, Apparently she's referring to a letter that must have appeared February 9, uh, written by someone who was uh, disgruntled that the kids are getting too much time off of school or something. I'd like to bring up some realities of the present day. Minnesota's winters are warmer than in days gone by, so now we have to regularly contend with ice that won't melt when the warm turns cold and the jet stream stalls and stays cold. This is called global climate change. Many more people are on the roadways than even 20 years ago, and we are all trying to navigate on icy conditions. Our mass transit Uh, buses have to drive on the same ice the rest of us do we all have to get from our icy neighborhood streets to well-traveled roads somehow i could also mention the injuries sustained by too many people i know who have fallen on the ice which they can't avoid i'm a freelance worker and i've lost significant income from this latest pattern of not difficult but hazardous weather as people are not able to spend the hours it takes fitting music lessons into just getting around We are all making sacrifices, but not the kinds of sacrifices the letter writer mentions. Many of us are worse off because of these weather conditions, and then so-and-so. I I can't compete with this. I can't can't compete with this absence of thought. I I, I don't know where to go anymore. Is the letter writer saying that our roads are... Icier than they and more populated than twenty years ago. Well, what I'm taking from it, and the reason I can no longer compete with this, there, there's no way to argue with this. This person, she seems to have herself convinced that any type of day she encounters is being driven by what she believes to be 
man-made global climate change. So I can't compete with that. She's she's going to complain if she believed it rained too much on a day in June. Right. And it sounds to me like she must be a freelance, uh, what, John, piano teacher maybe or something? Yeah. With a little extra time. And, yeah. and, and uh, But we're... we're <clears throat> These are our friends and neighbors. Uh, the, to write, you're right. To write that letter, to, you, you got to put it on paper. You got to either electronically or snail mail it to the Star Tribune. And what does she expect from that? Does she expect to uh, not uh, uh, educate or lure people to her side? I don't know, but but I can I can no longer compete with this this vacancy of thought. Uh, this is a woman who apparently has herself convinced that whatever she's experiencing is worse than whatever she previously experienced and that she doesn't uh, believe that things are going to get better and she's really, really turns things upside down when she says our winters are warmer than previously, but now our ice won't melt when the warm weather (laughs) turns cold. And the jet stream stalls, as you say, it is as you say. You know, I think what you should do. I can't do anything anymore. I I don't know what to do. No, that's giving up. You can't do that. Oh, no. Nobody likes a quitter, Billy. You take (laughs) note of her name. I got her name. Take note of her name, and then you somehow deliver to her the website that you have showing the temperatures and say, our winter is not necessarily warmer than, uh, than the others. No, no. You, I contend to you that the reason I'm bringing this up is this is a this is a mindset that is becoming so widespread mm-hmm. that it's impossible to engage in a conversation with the likes of this letter writer in any meaningful way. She she she's has, not going to see any light. Her mindset has been established. She's she's drank all the Kool Aid that was put in front of her, mm-hmm. and she now she she believes that. Uh, I don't know what she believes, and that's another reason you can't argue with her. But she's – how do you write this sentence? Minnesota's winters are warmer mm-hmm. than in days gone by. Sure. So now we have to regularly contend with ice that won't melt when the warm turns cold. In other words, winter. It's winter. Here's why I the think you shouldn't be too alarmed. Because I don't think she represents the vast majority of thinking. I do. I think that I she do. just merely represents, and the reason she was published in the enemy paper was because she fits that template. I guess uh, Trump didn't do himself any favors. He fell into no. that trap of pointing out uh, during Amy Klobuchar's presidential uh, announcement. He fell into that trap of, of saying, how can there be global warming? Look at you. You're standing there in a blizzard. <laughs> that, that No. You're not helping the cause. Yesterday was just a normal winter day, mm-hmm. and it proves nothing, just as a 100-degree day in, Jan- in July is going to prove nothing. Boy, the media was eating that up, too, by the mm-hmm. way, yesterday all over the place with everybody covered in snow. and it was, it, You know what, though? I thought it was kind of neat. Amy was on Good Morning America today. Yes. I mean, she's the uh, little media darling right now. Uh, okay. Seattle has received the most snow it has received in 70 years. So, in other words, it's happened before. Mm -hmm. 
Some areas around Seattle received more than 10 inches of snow Saturday, the most since 1949, the National Weather Service said, and more is on the way. Two more storms close in on the area. Isn't this good news for the Sierra Nevada range and uh, the water that's necessary to replenish reservoirs in California? And But every, as as exhibited by that letter writer, any condition on any given day is now being attributed to what what these people believe to be climate change. A week ago. Which has always changed. A week ago today, I was in Southern California. Yeah, you had a cool week. And they had a lot of rain that particular day. You guys would have laughed at the weather coverage. They had team coverage of the winter storm (laughs) that was an inch and a half of rain. Storm Chaser 7, Team. tonight at 6. Who's in Chula Vista? Go! <laughs> well, but you see, you're, you're resting my case. I know. <laughs> uh, uh, and, and our letter writer friend would have watched that uh, on the TV out in San Diego and would have said, yep, I get it. This We're in big trouble. We got a big, big storm. <laughs> I can't compete with it. I can't. I can't. I don't want to. I don't think I want to deal with it anymore. What are you going to do? Well, maybe you never talk about this again, the climate. No, it's fun to talk about. You're because the of letters, Because of letter writers like that, where you think to yourself, how can someone go through their life thinking this way? How do you get to that point? How do you get to that point? See, I'm a commuter. Commuter. You know, I'm out there. John, you're a commuter. Yes, I am. And Rook, you're a commuter. Heavy commuter. Reeves is a commuter. Has it ever occurred to you? Just take the last ten days. <laughs> Did it ever occur to you that your uh, your bumpy commute was the result of of climate change? No, absolutely not. No. I I had a couple of points of thought. Why do I live here? I'm oh kidding. yeah, well we all have that. But <laughs> yeah. I've had that I've That's had that common. thought for fifty years. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I live here? Right. <laughs> Can you do the podcast if I was in another state? What What do I need? Do I need a little equipment? You need Tommy B set up. That's what you need. I need somebody to give me that. Yeah, be in the Bernard plan. Is it the the secret suitcase full of electronic gear? Yes, it is. That's exactly Where do I get that? Do I get that at Best Buy? You get it at the engineer store. Seattle, very cold, and uh, it's just terrible. They're having snowball fights. What are you going to do? Is that the one where they want to have their record snowball fight? Yeah, they're going to have a big snowball fight. How is everybody? Well, we're missing Good. Kenny today. Yeah, yeah. we're not really missing him. Kenny uh, tweeted Friday evening, is mm-hmm. it too early to call in sick at GL Podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, he has, but you can, uh, what is his uh, handle? MSP underscore traffic? Yes. And he does have some good, uh, great traffic items. Yeah, he does. Reports on 52, telling people slow down. Uh, I can't believe some of the pileups that have happened over this weekend. I can't. Have you forgotten I, how to drive? Well, I'll tell you what. We've been th- we go through this every year. And my current observation is this weather does expose us all to the incredible stupidity that surrounds us. I am okay. 100% yes. agree with <laughs> yep. that. I'm westbound yesterday on Ford Parkway. Yep. And a car uh, is southbound on uh, whatever Hell Street that is, Woodlawn down there by the okay. pie shop, yeah. whatever. And I can see it coming. They're not going to stop. They they think it's June. 
So they <laughs> zip up to the stop sign, then hit the brakes and just keep Slide going. Slide right, right through. And I just threw my miraculous driving skills. You knew it. You knew. I avoided it. I was on two wheels like Joey Chitwood, and then I came back, and I got down on all four <laughs> wheels Suchi again. sense of snow. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, come on. you got to tap your brakes and feather them. You're coming up to a stop sign. It's icy. But we're not going to see that. We're, 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 we've got a lot of dunces. Well, a lot of yeah, dunces. We we but really you know do. what? You know what else you just showcased? You had instincts in this particular weather. A lot of people don't have driving instincts. Because I have instincts. not lost sense of my relationship nope. To nature. Mm-mm. That's what you're seeing. That's what you're seeing exhibited. Mm. Well, and, not to- and, and the letter writer's correct. Of course there are more people. There's less room for error. There's no margin for error. Uh, it's, it's, it's winter in Minnesota. You would think some of these people would be happy because half of them lament the fact that, geez, we never have winter anymore. Right. Well, of course we do. You're having it today. Another mm-hmm. 10 inches tonight. Right <laughs> yeah. here in Gumption County. Is it going to be a, a school day tomorrow? I know, know a lot of moms down. that Probably. don't want school called off. No, we uh, we need to keep them in school. Get them right? in there. Right. Get them in there. They'll be fine. <laughs> They'll be Lock right. them up. Yes. Lock oh, them up. Lock yes. them up. Break it up. Break it up, baby. <laughs> New Holcomb cartoon on the website. These uh, applications to become the GarageLogic official groin kicker. Yeah, and this one features I, Carl. I texted. I, te- I sent Greg a, a letter, um, uh, an email, and I said, you are a strange human being. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Authors and Our, cartoonists. Artists in residence. Greg Holcomb, he's got a new one. It's just fantastic. This one you're featured in because the applicants are coming to the mayor's desk. Coming to the mayor's office. Mm -hmm. And then you see something in the wastebasket in the mayor's office (laughs) that he thinks is Ingie's mirror ball uh, hat. Oh, no. It's fantastic. I'm clicking on it right now. You go to garagelogic.com. strange, strange way of thinking, doesn't he? Yeah. Features. Features. (laughs) You wait till the scroll bar comes up, and then you click on the bottom that says GL Comics. Carl featured on February 11th is the latest edition. At Federated Insurance, you'll only get clear thinking. That's why Federated Mutual Company tailors its insurance programs to individual businesses, Offering property and casualty, life, disability, income. Uh, Their marketing reps are the best in the business because they get to know you, the business owner. They get to know your operations, and that's why they can customize the coverage you need. Is driving a significant part of your business? They'll talk to you about auto liability. uh, You might want to worry about uh, data compromising, huh? Cyber attacks, they have data compromise coverage. Your business is unique. You need an insurance carrier who who treats it that way. Get in touch with a Federated Insurance Marketing Rep to see how their second-to-none service can help your business thrive. Federated Insurance, it's their business to protect yours. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. I don't want to alarm anybody. Oh, but beware of your sensitivity, okay? There was a mother arrested in the UK, and she spent seven hours in jail. And her cell phone and her computer were confiscated. Okay, and she has yet to receive them back. She called a transgendered woman a man in an online conversation, and for some reason, reporting isn't what it used to be. This resulted in the police going to her home and arresting her. What? No. Mm-hmm. No. Kate Scottow revealed Saturday the police came to her home uh, and brought her to her local police station 
uh, uh, for questioning and left her in the cell for seven hours while her children watched. This is according to the Daily Mail. It's been on numerous uh, news sites. Scottow had been engaged in a Twitter dispute with a transgender activist over dead naming or denying the gender that someone believes he or she actually is. Dead naming? <laughs> A lot of stuff going on out there, Joe. (laughs) Dead naming. Dead naming. News of the arrest follows another incident in the U.K. when when 74-year-old Margaret Nelson was questioned by Suffolk police about her social media comments on transgendered people. Uh, Scottow is still under investigation by police who took her photographs, fingerprints, and a DNA sample after arresting her. What if they find out she's a different gender? <laughs> they also took the woman's mobile phone and laptop computer and haven't given it back since she was taken into custody on December 1st of 2018. Tao discussed her ordeal on an online forum in the U.K. called Mumsnet. She said she is also forbidden to referring to transgendered Stephanie Hayden as a man through a court order initiated by Hayden. Huh? I was arrested in my home by three officers with my autistic 10-year-old daughter and breastfed 20-month-old son present, Scottow wrote. Uh, I was then detained for seven hours in a cell with no sanitary products, which I said I needed. Before being interviewed, then later released under investigation, I was arrested for harassment and malicious communications because I called someone out and misgendered them on Twitter. Uh, Hayden's complaint prompted both the police prompted uh, police to arrest Scotto and a judge to deliver uh, uh, sentencing guidelines or something. Did we miss a law? Did, so that... what, what, here's what we don't need, we, what we don't have. Uh, we don't have the context uh, for how this woman referred to this so-called Stephanie Hayden. I mean, were they in a, were they in a, you know, virtually a libelous, defamatory war in which uh, Hayden might have felt threatened. In other words, because if that isn't the case, the world has gotten so far gone that the police will now respond to someone who calls them and complains that I was just referred to by the wrong gender in a, in a tweet by this woman. I want you to go to her house and arrest her. Have we got – is that how far off the rails we are? You think the uh, cops would have something better to do. I than... can't believe – so there's much we don't know. There's much we don't know. You would like to think that there was more to this, but my God. If, if there isn't more to this, then we've reached the point where – the power wielded by the LGBTQRMNOPQRPPNNNNWXYZ is so tremendous that they can snap their fingers and get coppers to come and arrest you because you were referred to, you were dead named, whatever the hell that means. There has to be something more. Has to, to be. There has to be. There has to be. Uh, there has to be. I did find another story. Uh, yep, it's all over the news, isn't it, Jenny? It is, yeah. Uh, court documents obtained by uh, the Daily Mail. Yeah. Uh, did you read this? I hope you didn't read this part already. I'll feel like Chris. No. Uh, hey. I got my coins ready. Reveal that Scottow is accused of, quote, a campaign of targeted harassment. The papers claim that Scottow used two separate accounts to engage in what they call a toxic Twitter debate over transgenderism and tweeted defamatory messages about okay. Hayden. Well, then it, then it must have gotten to the point where Hayden, uh, who is now Stephanie, but is a guy biologically, it must have gotten to the point where Hayden felt... Uh, 
either threatened enough or justified enough to uh, bring in law enforcement. Well, what was Is that the, a uh, safe assessment, newsman? It sounds like it. Yeah, yeah I, you're I the guess. newsman. I mean, well, what was the title of your article? To to lure you in that uh, a, a woman in the UK was jailed for calling someone a man or mislabeling a, an identity. Yeah, you you're causing me to go look it up. Uh, because uh, that would that would catch everyone's eye, and everybody would click on that. I mother well. arrested, spend seven hours in jail for calling transgender a man, and and what we're what we're in our calm, sensitive ways right. here in our absorption what, of information. What we're determining is there's more there's more there than meets the eye, John. There's I, well, there has got to be. I, I can't to believe. Be. That. Otherwise, it's completely over. It's completely yeah, over. exactly exactly. <laughs> Otherwise, you really have to watch what you say when you go across the big pond. Well, to think, can't be. That, to think that police would arrest you and fingerprint you and take your DNA and uh, confiscate your cell phone and your computer. Now, there, there has to be more there that, uh, that we're unaware I of. I think somebody's having a laugh. I think so. Uh, Scott Owl was accused of posting defamatory tweets uh, calling Hayden not only male but racist, xenophobic, and a crook. Why would that be a crime? Uh, you got free speech over there, right? Uh, United Kingdom has extensive hate speech laws. Oh. In 2003, the nation banned online communication that would cause, quote, annoyance, inconvenience, or needless anxiety. So social media is non-existent then over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Taking a break. Well, I, I don't know what to tell you. I do want to tell you that uh, I think we're going to come back with Johnny Haidt. How's that? Huh? Okay. University of Garage Logic 98, College of Self Esteem, Zip, Nada, Nothing. Here's Joe Souchere. Long about April, you can see it in the people's eyes. Here's Johnny Height. Did you uh, you hit that post, whoever? Was that Rook? Were you doing that? Yeah, of course, that was me. That was, that was yeah, beautiful. Appreciate that. Beautiful. No, the, on this drop? Yeah, that was me. Oh, that was oh, you, Joe. Under I'm my sorry. direction. Yeah, I was I'm, under Rook's with, direction. With the new setup, I'm right. a little confused right. about who was doing what. Right. So. Aren't we all? <laughs> Minneapolis police are investigating what they call a double homicide after two women were found dead in an apartment complex Saturday night. According to the Minneapolis Police Department, officers responded to the apartment building along the 300 block of 2nd Avenue Southeast at about 10.30 p.m. on a report of shots fired. It's a housing complex for seniors and disabled adults. When they got there, officers found the two women who appeared to have suffered gunshot wounds in the apartment complex pronounced dead at the scene. Friends who spent part of the evening with the women confirmed they are they were a mother and daughter. According to authorities, 67-year-old Eileen Mark lived at the complex. Her 42-year-old daughter, Jennifer Angerhofer, stopped by to visit. Authorities said the suspect or suspects who shot them had fled the scene prior to the police getting there. They did canvass the surrounding area to speak with those who may have seen or heard anything. Meanwhile, investigators from the department's homicide unit and crime lab processed the scene, collected evidence. Anyone with info is asked to call the police or Crime Stoppers. Winter weather creating a salt shortage. Nope. At, at hardware stores around the Twin Cities. Nope. It's all been taken care of. We, we bought some? Or what? I got some today at Fratelloni's. Well, oh. I, 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 hang on. That's part of the story, actually. Easy, easy, Pat. Some stores have... Boy, <laughs> I was Pat-like there, wasn't <laughs> I? I, was. I got my I salt. Got I got it. <laughs> some stores have completely run out of salt. Others are having a tough time keeping it on the shelves. In the last week, 
Fratelloni's Ace Hardware stores have sold as much salt as they do normally in an entire year. Uh, They still have salt on the shelves, as Joe said. The company is having salt shipped in from around the country, but because of snowy roads, trucks are having a tough time getting here. Pallets full. At uh, Fratelloni's? Yep, pallets full. I went to Fratelloni's Ace Hardware on Plato in St. Paul, like on the west side. I understand. And I bought chicken grit. I found it. It is so much better than kitty litter. What's wrong with salt? Or is chicken well, grit cheaper? Well, the, Let's keep this very brief you conversation. Want tra- I'm looking for traction, <laughs> yeah. not necessarily melting. All right. Wait, Fair chicken enough. grit? Yes, it's better than kitty litter because it's not as but messy. But what is it normally used for? What is what is chicken grit a product for? I, I will find out while Johnny's doing the news. All right. I had to buy some uh, stuff last week that was dirt mixed with a small amount of salt. Works great, but it gets everything filthy, your shoes. Of course. And, you know. Representative Ilhan Omar from here in Minnesota sparking a backlash Sunday evening from prominent Republicans and Democrats, former first daughter Chelsea Clinton included. Uh, What she did, Omar, she accused a prominent lobbying group of paying members of Congress to support Israel. Omar, the first Somali-American woman elected to Congress, responded to a post by journalist Glenn Greenwald that criticized House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, a Republican from California, for threatening to take action against Omar and another freshman lawmaker, Rashida Tlaib of Michigan, over allegedly anti-Semitic remarks. McCarthy said there's situations in our conference where a member does something that is wrong. I think you've seen from my own actions that I will take action about it. Greenwald accused McCarthy of targeting Omar and Tlaib and their numerous criticisms of Israel, to which Omar chimed in, it's all about the Benjamins, baby. Do you know what that means? Oh, Benjamin, meaning money. Yeah, hundred dollars. Okay. Not right. like Benjamin. It's from a from a song actually in the nineties. Yeah. Well, it's a P Diddy song. Yeah, is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I have something on that. Uh huh. You'll help me understand it. Okay. All right. Well, well, this is the. Are you doing the Washington Post story on Ilhan Omar? Uh, I'm not sure to be truthful. Okay. The Pioneer Press has picked up a Washington Post piece. Representative Ilhan Omar again faced accusations of anti-Semitism on Sunday night after she suggested in tweets, which started with a Puff Daddy rap lyric, that members of Congress support Israel because of money from the pro-Israel lobby. Mm-hmm. It's the second time this month that Omar has become entangled in a Twitter controversy replete with emoji and snarky clapbacks centered on the complex Israeli-Palestinian conflict. I have no idea what they're talking about here. Uh, Omar, who supports the anti-Israel movement called BDS for boycott, divestment, and sanctions, Mm -hmm. has persistently fought accusations of anti-Semitism by maintaining that her condemnation of the Israeli government for its treatment of Palestinians does not equate to condemnation of Jewish people. She has also claimed to be the victim of GOP attacks, seeking to misrepresent her position. Uh, You're a Muslim lady. What do you want me to believe? Yeah. I don't know what I'm supposed to believe. Well, and the things she says and tweets, (laughs) well... All right, here's the part I really don't understand. Mm -hmm. The flap started over a tweet from Omar that said, it's all about the Benjamins, baby, Mm -hmm. and included a music note emoji, an apparent reference to the 1997 Puff Daddy single featuring the notorious B.I.G., Lil' Kim, and The Locks. The Locks? There's stuff going on out there I don't know anything about. (laughs) So here's my question. At some point, if she continues this behavior, 
she's going to lose the left. The left is going to have to uh, distance themselves from her. Don't you wish? Some on the left tried to yesterday when all, last night when all this happened, like Chelsea Clinton for one. Well, that's I guess oh, that's, that's the road I'm going for. Now, but see, you see the crime she's committing here? Do you see the the basic stereotype she's committing? The Jews control everything through money. Yeah. Well, yeah. she's playing right into that, which is BS. She's like the Washington City Councilman who said the Rockefellers yeah. were causing it yeah. to snow. Yes. You know, give me a break. Yeah. But the second that the likes of Chelsea Clinton, or even locally, if Amy turns on her, she's done. I've, I have no just idea. started snowing out of nowhere this morning. Yeah, here man. it is. That's right. Y'all better pay attention to this climate control, man. It's climate manipulation. That's and right. DC keeps talking about we're a resilient city. And that's a model based off the Rothschilds controlling the climate to create natural disasters. They can pay for it and own the cities, man. Be careful. That's right. (laughs) He got a groin kick. He got a groin kick for that. Climate control. Yes. Yeah. Rothschilds. They they, they can buy the city and control it. I don't know what that young fellow meant. Yo, yo, we'd like to order up some rain. (laughs) (laughs) Order up some rain. Hey, yo. Representative Walter B. Jones Jr., an Eastern North Carolina congressman who made it his mission to atone for his vote that sent U.S. troops into Iraq in the early 2000s, died Sunday on his 76th birthday. Jones, like his father, served the district for almost 25 years. You know, I shouldn't say, what do you want me to expect about Omar, Ilhan Omar? She's a Muslim. That's unfair of me. Uh, there are Muslims who have found her remarks distasteful. Yes. Okay. So I, I'm going to walk back my, what do you expect from me? That was a wrong statement on my mm-hmm. account. All right. Thank you for that lead-in. Poultry grit is a material fed to birds <laughs> consisting mainly of crushed stone, though often with additives, which helps mm-hmm. the birds digest, yeah. grind their food. It's like Metamucil for birds. Sure. Yeah. It's yeah. A, in their gizzard. They, get yeah. it, they yeah. grind it, it up. it up in there. In their go. gizzard. <laughs> yeah, they got it. Jones was a Republican, first elected to the House in 1994, won 12 more terms, a strong advocate for the Marine Corps and against both the national debt and money in politics. He made national headlines for his change of heart over the Iraqi war vote. An early supporter of the war, he was uh, credited, remember this term, coining the term freedom fries. Bringing I do remember to, that. To House cafeterias to protest France's refusal to join the war effort in Iraq. Jones voted to give President Bush authorization for the war in 2002, but soon regretted the vote, said so publicly many times. He said, I did not do what I should have done to read and find out whether Bush was telling us the truth about Saddam Hussein. Because I did not do my job, I helped kill 4,000 Americans, and I will go to my grave regretting that. Jones signed more than 11,000 letters to families of dead troops since 2003. An act, he told the Associated Press, was penance for his original vote. Uh, offsite correspondent Jordy wants us to note uh, an awareness of the loud pops and booms yeah. reported across southern Wisconsin, and he believes it's the uh, double flange joist uh, counter, oh, counterclockwise yeah. right. That's uh, happening now. revolution there. <laughs> it's yeah. time of the year, especially. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you told the guy you better pack up and go to a you motel leave. six. you got to leave because... <laughs> Did you guys ever uh, set him straight or no? No, to this day, I I think he was, uh, I don't know what to think. He either was really stupid or he was so fast and clever, he was playing along. All right. To this day, I don't know. I know Rook's looking for it. But he called in he, to a different show than the one you and Patrick were he doing. He called in to Lauren and Freddie's yeah. Home and Garden Show. Yeah. This was years and years ago on mm-hmm. Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. And he was, uh, and he never got on the Lauren and Freddie show. They had to end their show 
before they ever got to his call. Got it. But when we started Saturday Morning Sports Talk, there a couple of lines were still uh, blinking from people waiting to get on Laurel and uh, Lauren and, and uh, Hardy. What the hell was their name? Uh, Freddie and Lauren. Freddie and Lauren. The Lauren Garden Show. And, and so, you know, Rook, or Pat and I looked at each other and said, let's just take hey, this see what this is. Why not? So we picked it up, and the guy said, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned about these banging, booming noises in my roof at night. And uh, I proceeded to roll with it and said, well, have you had any remodeling work done yet? And he, uh, he said, yeah. And I said, any sheetrocking? And he said, yeah, we had some sheetrock. Well, Rook, if you got it, just play it. You could, I can, I can. Hello? Yes. Go ahead. Okay. Here's my question. Uh, since it became really cold out, bitterly cold, we've been noticing a lot of snaps or cracks in the house, particularly uh, in the wee hours of the morning. And I have a feeling it's from expansion and contraction. But my question is, what causes it? And is, is this a serious problem where I should have any concern? Well, not only is it a serious problem, what's happening there is the double flanges on the joists are uh, expanding counterclockwise in uh-huh. the ice. Uh-huh. Uh, there have been occasions when people should leave their home uh, depending <laughs> on the... Uh, you have to time the frequency of the cracks. Uh, it's almost like a pregnancy thing. Uh, <laughs> you have to time the frequency of the cracks. If they're within, let's say, 30 seconds of each other, I think you're looking at a night in a Motel 6. <laughs> No, that's a uh, flange joist contractual uh, expansion problem. Well, we just noticed that one night, mainly. Well, that's all it takes. That's the way it starts. One night, hell, the next night you hear them more often. Again, if you hear them within 30 seconds of each other, I'd put the family in the car and get the hell out of there. You're really kidding. It's it's a, it's only a 25-year-old home. Well, they, didn't, it's, they it's, don't it's, build them like they used to. Uh, but it hasn't done it for many, many years, and we just had our kitchen renovated, which we, we moved some of the old cabinets, all of the old cabinets, and they put in new. Sheetrock? Any sheetrock used? Pardon me? Did they use any sheetrock in the new kitchen? Yeah, we had some soffits removed. Soffits <laughs> removed. It's, this is classic. This You're is kidding. a typically classic pattern. Well, what caused it to do that? The double flange uh, backup on the joist, that counterclockwise expansion. But why hasn't it done it for 25 years? Well, you've you, uh, had this early, uh, tremendous amounts of snowfall. They built up your ice dams, and now you've got all of that ice on your roof and this sudden cold weather, and it's, uh, it's a very unique uh, situation. Does it happen often? Or you say it's unique. I think it doesn't happen often precisely because you don't often get that early season snow. I see. Have you heard of much of this happening recently? I've known families have had to leave for the winter. <laughs> well, what's going to, what could be the worst scenario? Could the house collapse? Absolutely. Just <laughs> dump down right on you. I'd get out of there. You gotta be kidding! No, I'm not, sir. Thank you for calling. Okay. Well, good luck. We, we gotta get done with the oh, show. I hope somebody. I hope his friend is listening. Somebody straighten. <laughs> hey, that buddy, guy. straighten that guy. Out. <laughs> uh, we have no idea. I don't look, know. I if anybody's you... on hold for 30 minutes, listening to us talk about whatever we were talking about, and still thinks it was home and garden talk, <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. <laughs> You know, oh. uh, the reason I asked... Uh, hold on, you, hold on. The most amazing part of that entire sequence 
How did you keep Pat quiet yes, really, that entire time? I really, ha- I kept yeah. doing this. I really had to That's work right. on him. Yeah, yeah. Just gonna, hey, I hey. said, I got this. Don't, right. don't butt in. I got this. We, uh, <laughs> we were talking about that bit two weeks ago in my house, and my wife has never heard it. So I explained the whole thing to her, and, and she said, well, he said him straight at the end, right? And I said, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think, think so. so. Yeah, and she went, that's horrible. No, no, no. He probably moved. Probably sold the house. He sold the house for about <laughs> oh, 20 grand God. less than he should have. And, oh. Wow. That was, that's the most requested. Most requested oh, bit God, I love that in bit. my 27 years here. Uh, tw- that's, the, that's the most requested piece of audio. Well, Sunday I had in my column... Uh, that I skied behind my trash bin to get it down to the bottom yeah. of the driveway. We were yeah. talking about this on, on last Thursday. Okay. And a buddy of mine uh, texted me yesterday and said, well, I see you got the trash back uh, down to the bottom. How'd you get it back up? Yeah. And I texted back a complex system of ropes and pulleys. <laughs> oh, it gets better. And he said, I knew it. Did you use a come-along? And I said, no, I used two half-ton ratchets and a reciprocating double-jointed Harkins block. And, and he, just, he just went LOL at that point and left the room. You know. <laughs> no idea what, he, what that even means. Right. He's like, yeah, he no. got it there. Oh, okay. sure. yeah, double yeah. ratchet. You, you, you can do it. Block. Up there. Yeah. You can get him. The uh, Rasmussen reports daily presidential tracking poll from Monday. Good news for President Trump. It says 52% of likely U.S. voters approve of his job performance, 47% disapprove his highest level of approval since shortly before his inauguration. Latest figures include 39% who strongly approve, 39% who strongly disapprove. Uh, they do what they call a presidential approval index based on that. Uh, so the fact that they're even gives him a rating of zero. But uh, the I missed your comments last week of the State of the Union address, but I thought he sounded more presidential than he ever had. After that uh, speech, yeah, it's, it was all boilerplate. It was it was fine, but for him, I thought. Didn't you think it was? I enjoyed his insistence that it's anti-constitutional to view this country to drift towards socialism. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that, and, and uh, but I mean, I wouldn't get too carried away that it was oratory uh, uh, achievement. It was just uh, he's back to a the nice State of the Union speech, you know. Yeah. They all give the same speech. It's all boilerplate. We're doing great. No matter who the president is, we're right, great. Right. We're doing great. And now he's back to calling potential uh, Democratic uh, presidential runners snow women and uh, <laughs> opening his mouth again. Well, she, she, she she's, she's capable of handling that well. Uh, she, he took a shot at her uh, for how she looked in the, mm-hmm. in the snow, so she was justified coming back with, I'd like to see how your hair would do in a blizzard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she uh, she responded well on Good Morning America today, too, to exactly that. It's just saying, uh, you know, she wasn't bitter. She just said, well, you know, you can't go down the rabbit hole. You just got to. But yeah, don't but you think You that... know what? She signed on. You alerted me to this right away over the weekend. She signed on to uh, uh, occasional Cortex. Uh, the green, whatever uh, the green line. She signed on to that, yeah. Oh, really? Alexandria Occasional Cortex. That's what uh, Bill Stein's buddy, the psychiatrist, calls her. I've been mispronouncing her name. It's Alexandria Occasional Cortex. Ah. (laughs) But Amy signed on to that, which in my estimation disqualifies her as as a... an adult human being. It just and Ilhan did not. Here's the. Let's talk about that for a minute. Okay, the New Green Deal. Uh, there's a number of theories bouncing around out there that uh, Alexandria Occasional Cortex is <laughs> is getting credit for launching this, and that 
she has some supporters for this. Well, some, hell, 46 signed on, including yeah. uh, Amy. And the one thought that I'm hearing being bounced around is that her her superiors are just letting occasional cortex hang herself by her own rope, that they're, they're, they're allowing her to reveal herself as uh, uh, this, this flyweight who's okay. got fourth-grade ideas. And uh, then there's another uh, th- thought that it's real and that she has growing support for this. Uh, Pelosi hasn't signed on to it, and... Uh, uh, I'd, I'd like to stick to my guns, which is we weren't going to mention this young lady. Mm-hmm. She's only one of 435, yeah. but she is such a media darling for for fitting so nicely into the template uh, that she's going to get all of the press she'll ever want. So I don't know if she's being mm-hmm. used by her party or if she's being embraced by her party. I, I think the jury's out. I have no clue. It could no even clue. be both, given yeah. that circumstance. Yeah. It is hard to tell. Even I know you're not a social media guy, but no. on Twitter, it's hard to see what everybody's thinking from her party about her because she tweets a lot, also. Of course. So uh, it's it's a very uh, confusing. But Ilhan Omar did not sign on to that Green Deal. She did not. She was not on the list. Amy Nobody did. else from Minnesota Amy was. Amy did. Oh, Betty was. I'm sorry, Betty. Betty McCollum, Betty McCollum and was. Amy. Yes. Yeah. So I I would have been really. Uh, interested or pleased to discover that Amy did not sign on to it. But she she's a she loves that leftist platform. Mm, I don't know that that's going to help her. No, I don't think so. Well, I I what do you mean that wouldn't help her? Well, that would a, help her more than moderation would help. Her. I don't think it's going to help her be elected to the presidency. Okay. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. I don't think that's going to help in her presidential. No, run. but the president tweeting at her isn't going to hurt her cause. <laughs> <laughs> She's just anti-Trump. Then that, that she right. gets she gets uh, a pass. He, her first day in office, she'd rejoin the Paris Climate Treaty. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I personally would not. But uh, I'm not running. <laughs> Yet, yet. I'm not running. Come on, Prez. I'm not running. Because I think your hair would do good in a snowstorm. (laughs) Yeah, it would. It would. GarageLogic.com. Check out the brand new feature. Greg Holcomb has a wonderful new cartoon. Click on the uh, GarageLogic.com page, Features drop down, and you'll see the GL comic. We'll be back for more GarageLogic podcast version.